Welcome to the sweetest little life, your sanctuary for your soul and the journey to your wellness. I'm your guide on this cosmic adventure, Courtney Hansen, and I am thrilled to embark on this transformative exploration with you. I am an author, Reiki master, your host today, and own a holistic healing center. I also am a somatic therapist and I specialize in trauma. In each episode, we'll dive into the mystical realms of spirituality, unlocking ancient wisdom to navigate the modern challenges of this lifetime. Prepare to elevate your consciousness as we unravel the secrets of mindfulness, meditation, and the profound connections that bind us all. Our expert guests will share their insights, weaving a tapestry of inspiration and practical wisdom to guide you towards a more balanced and enlightened existence. Whether you're a seasoned spiritual seeker or just beginning your voyage, join us as we navigate the cosmic waves exploring the boundless possibilities that await. Open your heart, expand your mind, and let the journey to your best self begin right here on The Sweetest Little Life. Get ready to transcend, transform, and thrive. The one thing that changed my life in the most profound yet gentle way is microdosing. It was always such a taboo topic growing up, considering it a drug and the perception I had on it. And then when I actually started doing it and realized the profound way that we can actually repave the neuro pathways within our brain with something as simple as taking a little capsule and then I found this amazing company called Mind Mend Mushrooms. And they do microdose, but they also do macrodose. And the cool thing about this is if you're not familiar with microdose, it's really amazing for increased creativity if you're just kind of feeling plateaued in life, the ability to overcome anxiety, and having just an overall better mood. I have seen countless clients get off SSRIs that have been on them for 20 plus years. It's a way that you can step back, observe, and not be attached to the outcome, not get stuck in the monkey brain, if you will, and you literally can reset and rewire there's also the option to macrodose, which is this profound experience that for 30 days after, your brain is literally rewiring itself in the most magical way. If this feels called to you and this plant medicine resonates and you want to know more, I highly encourage you to head to mindmendmushrooms.com. And I also have a discount code for you guys to use, so you'll get 20% off. And what's really cool about this is that when we can step back and completely allow ourselves this permission slip to heal in maybe a non-traditional you know, traditional way, you might be really amazed at the insights and the leaps and bounds that you begin to grow just within your own practice and your own journey because healing is not linear. It's not a one-size-fits-all deal. So if you want that 15% off code, it is HOLISTIC capital H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C. Again, that's mindmenmushrooms.com. Okay. Mary Beth, thank you so much for joining us today on The Sweetest Little Life. I am really looking forward to our conversation today. How are you doing? 
I'm doing really good. I have one of my animals here. My my doggie's in the room with me, um, and he likes to listen in on this stuff. And uh, I get contented sighs from him when we go to to a good place energetically. <laughs> so we got a little support already. I for love us. that. My dog side eye me when I'm doing podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have puppies right now. I forgot. How many? Uh, six. Wow. Yeah. So my house is a zoo at the moment. Yes. That's incredible yes, though. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so That's I love funny. to kick off the show and I am just really passionate about people's stories and hearing your journey and because your story is someone else's story and my story is someone else's story. And so just to kick it off with that relation and that connection. Who are you? Where have you been? Where are you going? What do you do? Okay, <laughs> Let, let's do it. Um, well, I'm going to lead us to the fact that I am a happily employed animal communicator who also uses medical intuition and energy healing uh, when I work with people and their animals. And it's, uh, how did, how did I get there? It's just amazing to me that this is where I'm at. Truthfully, truthfully. Um, I, I, I've, I'm retired from the Navy. We talked about the fact that I got to spend some glorious years on, uh, in Northern California. And I'm, um, that I think I gotta say opened up my mind and heart to different kinds of people because if you I don't know how to say this but if you stay in your hometown you you stick with what without realizing it you've got that hometown stuff and joining the navy I got to meet all kinds of people Mm. from the U.S. and from being stationed um, in in Japan and um, it, yeah, it was really, it was really something. So it opened my mind in so many ways. And I, I, it was a glorious time. It has its up and down, but I, I like to remember the fact of how much my, my whole brain expanded from seeing how other people thought and lived and, and stuff like that. And so, um, and just seeing the rest of the not the whole world, but a lot of it. Yeah. And coming back. Yeah. You know, you, okay. Uh, so I'm with you. You're with me. Oh yeah. There's just something like, wow. Wow. Uh, and, and then re- retiring here um, and continuing to work for a great association. Um, and somewhere along the way, I got this intuitive hit to take massage. Turns out, it, I think massage, I don't, I hope this is true for many therapists there. It wakes up the, there's an intuitive part of you where you start listening to the body mm. uh, through your practice. And that also led me to, to meet uh, my friend, Laura, who, said, I'm teaching Reiki. You want to learn? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I became a Reiki master. So you get those things going on. 
and I had cleared up some of some of my issues over the years. I think to be ready, um, I guess I'm supposed to say this because it kept coming up. I uh, early on, it, one of the things that makes me laugh is I joined the Navy while I was still drinking and drink like a sailor is uh, <laughs> I wouldn't fit in. I'm glad you're laughing. So, oh, I got sober in the Navy. Uh, so I'm sober you. too, so that made me giggle. <laughs> oh, okay, you get it. It's like the Navy, the Navy, uh, but it, it was, it, it's like how, if we start looking at it in the right way, we do have a lot of things happen to us or, or somebody's taking care of and saying, excuse me, um, Maybe you want to try this. Maybe you need to go to that meeting. <laughs> but all right. So, you know, I cleaned up a lot of that stuff. And so we go forward. And um, when I became a Reiki master and I started to learn other forms of, of energy healing, my dogs started communicating with me. Wow. And it was astounding because the first two that came through were two that had passed down. And um, it was so profound that, like, I believe that people survive the death of their bodies, but I hadn't really thought about animals. I kind of hoped or, you know... And then here's here's my dog Timmy. Um, he was a poi dog that we pulled off the street of in, when we were stationed in Hawaii, sitting in my dining room. This guy has passed. He is, I'm going to say the word dead. The body is dead, but there he is looking at me with a big grin. And as many times as I tell this story, I love it. And I I'm, look at him full on, and I go Timmy and he's gone. But I knew in that moment that he was still alive in the real, real sense. His personality there, he was grinning at me. He was happy. And he took whatever, whatever it took to come back and say hi to me. He did. I'm like, this is great. Now I got to finish uh, feeding the kids. <laughs> so I didn't really know what to do with that. Um, but I had another um, another time with my dog, Eddie, girl dog, <laughs> kids named her. And she, she came back right after she passed. I didn't see her, but I felt her. And she comforted me. And if you can imagine this, I, I had to go staff an annual meeting for the association. And I was, I was just so distraught. And I felt her sitting in the aisle of the plane next to me. And I still laugh because I, it was so real. I was petting her. So you probably somebody behind me is saying, what is that crazy woman doing? But she was there for me. She, it felt like she was with me that night. And I had an, enough healing from that beautiful dog that I was able to get up and do do what I need to do for for these folks. Oh. It was great. And then it continued to 
the guys who were still on the planet. And um, I finally got moving into animal communication when my dog Tibor kept sending me, I, that's the way it feels, visions of his previous life before we adopted him. And he started off rough. And I asked my friend Mary, I told her about this. And she says, that's animal communication, Mary Beth. I go, <laughs> I said, wow, there, there is a thing called animal communication, really? And uh, from there, I took training. And so I could do it on purpose. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, and then what I did was I gradually shifted over to doing healing, animal communication, medical intuition for animals and bringing their people into it felt like a, a relationship um, session. It always feels like a relationship session because people are worried or they're upset about um, either physical issues or behavioral issues or where they need to tell them something or find out why they're sad. So it brought me to a place where my heart just opened up for, for both. I will say, actually, it's not just two. Usually it's the whole family, you know, we're, we're talking about connecting to the animal, but also sharing it with the humans and um, seeing how there's shifts in the energy, shifts in behaviors, mindsets. It's great stuff. I love it. So, so I think that's where I'll, I'll take a breather and, and uh, see where, where we go next. <laughs> <laughs> so what, when now, do people call you and have you communicate with your animals or their animals and you can just do it on point or is it something that is has to come to you? Well, I, I've set it, set, up, set it up so people can make appointments because um you know, I, I don't know if it's because I'm in the Navy it was in the Navy but I like I like schedules I like I like things on the books I want people to show up that way and and also with with um the new internet connection I can work with people um just about anywhere as long as they speak English. So I, I use Zoom and phone and I do some in person at a local holistic veterinary center. Oh, very cool. Yeah, but most of it's most of it's on Zoom. I, I just worked with a couple and their two kittens in the Czech Republic and that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Oh. So people make appointments, they go, I ask them to go online and, and do it, give me a picture of their animal, tell, tell me what we do, and then then we uh, we get to it. So in, when you're communicating with animals, what is, what's been the funniest story that you've gotten so far that you're just like, oh my gosh? <laughs> well, this one was, uh, um, this one was, an unexpected story, but it is one of my favorites. Um, 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I want, I'm just laughing thinking about it. So my son and I went and visited my daughter when she was living in Australia uh, at a place called Daydream Island. It was near the Great Barrier Reef. And we were, it, so it was a pretty cool place. And I went into the woman's bathroom and I walk in and there's a kangaroo in the woman's bathroom. Oh my gosh. Honestly. And it's so great because I'm going to say she, because we're in the woman's bathroom, but I don't know. I didn't look. Uh, so she's chewing. She's got a full roll of toilet paper in her mouth and she's chewing it like gum. Oh my gosh. And she's looking at me like, oh no, I'm caught. A lot of, very much like if I was chewing with my mouth open and my mother looked over to me and she says, don't do that. You look like a cow. Close your mouth. <laughs> you know, what's that kind of, and this was a full grown kangaroo, probably a little taller than me. I'm short, but still. And so what I did was I communicated. I said, look, you got your thing going. I just, I'm just here to do my thing. I'm going to walk around you and go into the stall. And we will just agree to leave each other alone. And the kangaroo did. And I went to the bathroom and I came out and it had moved to the men's bathroom. And I heard a little boy screaming for his dad because he was so scared. But we we had an agreement that um, no nobody had to get upset. Uh, I wouldn't tell on the kangaroo and it would let me do what I needed to do. It was <laughs> I can only imagine like just getting ready to go walk into the restroom and you're like, oh, hello. Hello, how are you? And it's eye to eye again, because they, they are big. That guy was big enough. Oh, and they're <laughs> everywhere there, right? They are. There are I I thought to myself, because there's the little guys, which I forget what their names are, but it was it was almost like squirrels here in Alexandria, which is, you know, they are between them and the cockatoos, man, they are all over the yeah yeah oh, that's hilarious that was that was that was pretty hilarious oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> I started to do this really fun thing um where we do a top three ways for people who are right now in your field what are ways that people can start to strengthen that intuition and strengthen that muscle right because it's like the gym if you don't work out you're not going to get it so what are some practices that people can do if they're interested in trying to communicate with their animals or pick up intuition from them on what they need what are things that you started doing to kind of strengthen that muscle within yourself good great question i i always start with a mindset um Got, remember that I didn't start communicating with my animals till way late. So it is not, it is not a gift that you're born with. And um, it is something that we already have the wiring for. So start with that belief. You, we're already wired for it. The other belief is our animals are already intuitive. Um, whether they they definitely pick up on our emotion, even if they don't. Some are more sensitive and you see it, but I believe all of them pick up on our emotions and our and even our thoughts. And so if you think that mindset that they're already communicating with you, 
now you got to get you got to get tuned in. Mm. And if you've ever sat uh, if, with your animal, and usually it's a dog for me, sometimes the cats just staring at you like my beloved human, I am yelling as loud as I can. Why aren't you hearing what I want you to hear? You know, whatever that communication is. And you just keep getting, they stare at you. You know that they're sending you this communication. So one of the, so one of the things I, I do is listen, like think of a question in your mind for them and ask it in your mind and see if anything pops in. And the very first thing you get, trust it, because that's, that's your intuition coming in. Mm. Once you start dissecting it with your brain and your thoughts, uh, you've moved on to logic, not logic, but let it come in and, and see if that's true. Um, one of the things I've also been able to do with my cats is to picture them coming to me like I'll be in bed and I'll say, Shannon, where are you? Are you can you come? Let's it's bedtime. Let's let's go. Come on. Or bunny, come on. And picture them coming. And I'm saying this in my mind. And many times my cats will show up. Wow. Try, yeah, you just try it. Cats seem to to like that. Um, like they, well, everybody's got their own personality, but that's something you can do. And um else is hold on just let me think of something else here that comes through if you ever it feels like you're hearing it in your mind and you think if my dog my cat my horse my guinea pig could talk they would just have said blah 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 no you got a real communication from them don't even doubt it. That's how mine started with my my dog, my Siberian Husky. It's like if he could talk, he just swore at me <laughs> <laughs> and told me to quit. And I'm like, okay. Um, so those, those are a few. Uh, the other thing is, oh, I did think of another one. Animals who have passed, many times they'll come in our dreams or they'll show up and do some things. trust that that's real because it's going to give you a lot of comfort yeah just you know if you and that's the big part is to trust yourself that you something something real came through and say yeah i'll take more of that thank you yeah i know i was just talking to a dear friend last week and we were talking about the difference of like losing humans and losing animals and the different type of pain and it's like such a deep deep pain because animals have such a different relationship with you and not yeah. saying that it doesn't hurt when humans pass that we love but it's like a different type of oh my gosh like uh. it is it is there's there, the closeness well <laughs> my joke is we used to we used to joke about the crazy cat lady and we're all a crazy cat lady now in some version or other at least <laughs> The people I know and hang out with, um, but there is a 
we've had a really deep relationship with our animals. Um, they're minor sleeping on the bed half the time with us. I had one time with my first husband and I wake up and the two dogs and I are on the bed. And I say, where is Winston? And I look over and he's sleeping on the floor because they nudged him off and he didn't care. He just got comfortable and <laughs> the dogs had the bed. So um, there's such a deepness there that when you lose them and you lose the level of unconditional love, mm. even if they have a cantankerous little personality, there's still something there that is so difficult to lose. And it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, we don't heal. So we don't heal easily from it. Those of us who are truthful. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, the dreams, when you said bring comfort, I totally get that. When we lost our dog um, three years ago, it was like, she would visit and it was like this piece of like her frolicking and happy and good on the other side. And it just brought this, um, sense of harmony and balance to the whole experience and so I really really deeply to what you're saying with the dreams and I think dreams are such a beautiful way when we keep that little dream journal or whatever next to our bed one thing that really helped me was I keep a dream journal um and I'll write down key points so like frolicking in the meadow or you know like things that when I wake up I don't have to write the entire dream but it'll trigger my subconscious enough to remember what the dream was so I don't forget and then I can dissect it and kind of translate it, what the message was and what the symbolism was. Oh, I, I do the same thing. I'm not as diligent as I want to be, but I'm still doing that because I love dream work. And dream work was one of the things that I, I also believe got me into the intuitive realm. Uh, so I love that you're doing that. And, uh, and for me, uh, when my, Dog, two dogs passed in November, October of 2022. They took me on a dream, in a dream, where I met one of my next dogs. They hooked us up in the dream. And he's, he's the guy who's in the room here, Newt. And so all kinds of things can happen. You know, the frolicking, the happy, um, we're picking a new guy out for you or a new gal it's just lovely. So yeah, write them down. Think about them, say thank you. That is, is so good to know there's a connection because of the love we have between them. It, it hasn't disappeared. Yeah. I, I think it's, see, for me, it's forever. Love doesn't die. Ever. Ever. That's important. So if someone's interested in connecting with you, what does the session look like? Like, what is a typical session? What do you go over? What does that entail? I've never had um, a session like that. So I'd be very intrigued. Well, um, I have, you know, I have a little for form that I ask you, like, who we're going to talk to, who we're going to communicate with, and what's the issue? So that gets me started on knowing what direction we're going in. And so what the, the 
the issue, the cause, is it physical? Is, is it emotional? Do I not know what it is? Um, we'll usually connect with, with uh, your animal just to kind of say hi. I usually do that even before we start if you, when I get a picture. And then during it, we'll say, look, we, they're really worried about this. And I'll show them what it is they're worried about. If there's a behavioral issue or a physical, they'll say, can you tell me or show me what's going on? I worked with a, a, a woman and her horse this week um, in New York. No, I didn't travel to New York. I'm still here in Virginia. And um, he, he had some he had some issues, physical issues and infection and some time of recovery, but he was he wasn't his himself. He, he was a and she wanted to know what was going on. So we asked and I got both a physical, some physical stuff that she can look into. And also there was emotional stuff um, about the, the woman whose barn he's at uh, leaving for some, for some time in Florida and that her presence, her energy kind of freaked him out because he had just, he's only been here in the country for a couple months and she was, she was his guiding person getting him from Europe to here. And um, so we did some talking and healing for him in that area as well. And, um, and the woman I'm talking to is the, you know, in the legal sense, the owner, the guardian. And she felt, as I said it, that there was a shift in, in the barn and how it they missed her presence. She, this woman had a very loving presence. So we, we got there to assure him that she, the woman was coming back and that he could rely on his person, his, his guardian, you know. And she also had some information about uh, body work that he, he could use. And that that's a that's it in a nutshell. If just one, so we can take it in a lot of different ways. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. So if someone in the audience is interested in booking with you, what's the best way to connect? The best way to connect is through my website. Uh, I work really hard to get lots of information for you, so you know what you're in for. Um, Sacred Grove. Dot com S-A-C-R-E-D-G-R-O-V-E.com. And I have to laugh because a couple of times I've heard people say, did you say scary grove? I think that was <laughs> Halloween. I'm like, no. And then the next one that I thought kind of fun was sacred groove. And I thought, well, yeah, we're kind of working for a groove there. But um, no, it is sacred grove. Oh. Yeah, there. Um, I could, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> Your website is beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. You can tell all the work and love you've put into it. Oh, I love hearing that. Well, I just appreciate your time today and you sharing your wisdom with us and a chance to connect with our own pets and grow those gifts ourselves. And I 
know that someone in the audience got exactly what they needed today. So just thank you for what you're doing in the world. It's so Courtney, thanks for letting me share this. Um, I, I want a family, I want every family to have an animal communicator. So thank you for letting me spread the word. This is wonderful stuff. Thank you for joining us on your enlightening journey today. And I am honored to have you hang with us at The Sweetest Little Life. If you've enjoyed your exploration, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Your feedback fuels our shared odyssey and gets us to more people to help. Remember, the key to a harmonious life lies within you. It's not some guru. You have the key. As we part ways, carry the wisdom you've gathered into your daily existence. Embrace the present, cultivate gratitude, and be a beacon of positivity in this world. Stay connected with us on social media to continue the conversation. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, all the things at, at The Sweetest Little Life. Until next time, may your path be illuminated, your spirit be resilient, and your heart be full of compassion. This is Courtney Hansen signing off with love, light, and an internal quest for spiritual growth. Keep shining, beautiful souls.